and welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I'm Kurt Mackison, Executive Director, and pleased to introduce today two vendor partner friends from NSTA. It's Haley Reed, Account Executive, Student Transportation, and Clint Breyer, Director of School Bus Sales from uh, Vendor Partner Safety Vision. So Haley and Clint, welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. Thanks for having Good us. Morning. Good morning. Oh, so glad you could join us on the podcast. So I, I just want to mention that Haley participated at the 2023 midwinter meeting session. Cameras can be your friend. We also talked about the NTSB makes Tennessee crash investigation. It was a great panel. I think there was a lot of good dialogue and information exchange. So I'm glad we get to follow up with having you guys on the podcast. And I'm going to start with you, Clint. And, you know, before we get rolling with uh, some questions, just to give us a little bit more information about Safety Vision so our listeners can hear that. Sure. Yeah. Safety Vision just celebrated its 30 years in business on February 5th. So last week we had a little event there. You know, some of the listeners may know we do a lot in school bus, but we also serve law enforcement, all first responders, pickup and delivery. We serve clients like FedEx, Amazon. Uh, we serve the waste industry, public transit, mass transit vehicles, obviously, uh, and the school bus. We provide basic backup <clears throat> camera systems, vision enhancement tools to interior and exterior video monitoring and stop arm cameras and ticketing and onboard Wi-Fi and tie it all back to our cloud and our new VMS Safety Net 5. <clears throat> we recently went through a little logo change, new look, new website over the last year to help the industry kind of understand the progressions we've made. So we do a lot in mobile video, but it's definitely branched out to, um, you know, any necessary technology that our users would like to have in their fleet. If it's a good fit for us and, and we can provide it at a high level, it's something that we, we always evaluate. Yeah, that's a great information. I'm going to bounce it over to, to Haley to talk about your specific role, Haley, at, at the company. Yeah, Kurt, thanks so much. So I'm Haley Reed. I am an account executive at Safety Vision. I cover the West Coast and Texas. I started with Safety Vision about six and a half years ago, and I actually started as an intern, did a little bit of a role in inside sales, and I've been an outside account executive um, for a little over five years now. Yeah, that's great. And we certainly appreciate your participation on the Cameras Can Be Your Friend panel in San Diego. Clint, how about you? What, in, in terms of Safety Vision, what is it that you do on a regular basis? Yeah, so been there this April, be going on 16 years. Um, I've been managing our school bus team for the last six years. So we are uh, comprised of, of 10 total people with uh, outside and inside sales and myself. And I just kind of help facilitate the, the needs for our clients and assist uh, my sales team where, wherever they need me, uh, hit the road, do some shows and conferences or, um, you know, help. Uh, go through the process of implementing a project with my team. Yeah, and you know, before we go any further, I just want to thank you on behalf of NSTA for your you know continued support. Like you know, we can't put together programs like we did in San Diego without your help. So we definitely do appreciate that, Haley. I'm going to go to 
you and I've now talked about it probably three or four times and we're, you know, five minutes into this podcast, but an STA midwinter meeting in San Diego, cameras can be your friend along with the uh, NTSB MiGs Tennessee crash investigation. For those who weren't fortunate enough to be in Southern California with us, how about you give us a, a brief overview of what the panel discussed? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me be a part of that panel. I really appreciate it. It's great to be in a position to where you can share uh, some of your knowledge that you've learned and just help educate people. We, Safety Vision or camera vendors in general, focus on interior and exterior cameras on the school bus. I think it's very important. Every district will have different scenarios that they may see more often than others. This one was in specific to a crash or a car accident. The front windshield camera is something that's kind of become standard to kind of have another set of eyes on the road besides the driver just having a he said, she said, and actually having footage that you're able to take back to an insurance company and prove a district or a contractor was at fault or not. We always want to protect our drivers. We always want to protect the company. So we never want there to be a false accusation. And cameras can really be your friend in that matter. They can help prove innocence in this type of situation. We've definitely seen an increase in cameras over time. And it's it's been able to improve a lot of things. There's a lot more accusations out there in the world now. There's a lot more situations that do occur, unfortunately, now. But the cameras are there to help you and to help prove innocence of our drivers and protect those. Yeah, and I think one of the things about that session, and and I'll start with you on a, on a quick follow-up, was the fact that I would imagine a few years back, and you guys could speak to this better than I can, but a few years back, people were reluctant to put the cameras on the buses. And now, Haley, as you articulated, they really can be your friend in some circumstances. And then the panel did morph into a little bit of a discussion on you know, things like chain of custody or how this can affect your insurance rates. So, Haley, I'm going to start with you. What have you seen in terms of people embracing this technology? And then I'll, I'll bounce it over to Clint. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I've I've been doing this for about five and a half years now. I've been in several different situations where districts are 100% for them. And I've been in other situations where uh, they're 100% against them. The drivers see them as they're there to get them fired. They're not as excited to run with them. Uh, they feel like they're out to get them or they're targeting them. And we hate for that to ever be the case. That's not the instance. But it is very important that drivers are doing what they're supposed to do whenever they are on the bus. Uh, we have seen people come around a little bit more over the past few years because there have been allegations and incidents where it has protected those. And it's very important for those drivers to communicate throughout their organization that, hey, this saved me. This camera is here to help me. This camera is here to protect me and for them to understand that. As far as the insurance side, um, I've seen it a few different ways. I think it truly depends on your provider. And I'm not here to say, hey, you can get a cheaper discount right. on insurance right. if you do put cameras or not. I have seen it be successful in an instance where they consider cameras as a safety mechanism. Therefore, they were able to get maybe a safety discount on their insurance policies. Um, but then there's some insurance policies that actually require cameras nowadays. We, I think we are going to lean into 
more of that. Um, the cameras are also there to help our local community. And if anything also occurs in front of the bus. Yeah, all really great points. Clint, I'd be interested to, to know your perspective, you know, being at the company um, for 16 years, you know, how it started out when people first talked about that and kind of where we are now. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> kind of to add what Haley's saying, I think, you know, definitely from the driver perspective, if you kind of have that negative view on it at first, it's just a matter of one of those times where it saves your job when you were doing the right thing for for that mindset to change. Um, I think you also have the just the, the Hawthorne effect itself when, when people know they're being monitored, they're, they're on better behavior, just kind of like, you know, around here, if you walk into a, a Walmart or a or Target, they got these monitors that show you you're on camera. So people just tend to behave better uh, when they're being monitored. And the idea is safety on the bus. You know, also just the progression of the amount of cameras that I've, I've seen, you know, over my 16 years of doing this, you know, early on, it was standard to just be able to have one or two cameras. And, and that was, you know, far above and beyond what had been on there before. Now you find yourself in a situation where, let's say you went with like a simple dash camera setup and you got one camera looking inside of the bus and one looking out the front windshield, but an incident, you know, between children took place on the back of the bus or down in between the seats where something like that wouldn't be able to monitor it. It really puts contractors and, and fleet owners in a, in a bad position if they quote unquote have cameras on the bus but the cameras weren't placed well enough to be able to see anything going on inside the bus so it's not just about having cameras on the bus anymore it's about complete coverage and making sure nothing is missed because it's very frustrating for a parent to learn that there's cameras on the bus but they just weren't positioned well enough to see the incident that happened to their child. So it's gone from just, you know, some basic coverage to the need for complete coverage inside the bus. Yeah, really great point. And, and we'll, we'll continue along those lines, um, Clint, with you, because we also know that illegal uh, school bus passing is now a nationwide epidemic. And, you know, NSTA is engaging with National Highway Traffic Safety Administration um, on this issue. We're really engaging with them. In fact, had a, a meeting last week with the agency about it. But let's move this forward and ask, how can cameras outside of the bus help us address illegal school bus passings? Yeah, so, you know, I think it's kind of step by step in that making sure that everyone is aware how big the problem is. I think, you know, everybody on this podcast right now and, and all the people that we know are aware of it because we are in the school bus industry. I think the report came out from NASDAQ that 41.8 million violations a year nationwide. <clears throat> and I think, you know, when you see numbers like that, it's it's kind of unfathomable. It's It's hard to imagine what that looks like. And it, you know, it's a big number, but, you know, what does it really look like? And I think when you take these cameras and you mount them on the outside of a bus and you see visually the risks and the dangers and the uh, honestly idiotic behavior from drivers, you know, going around school buses, that video is, is really what's telling the story. And I think getting that video in the hands of 
legislators and the community and, and people really understanding how bad these things are. The videos we see, I mean, people are blatantly driving off the road to go around the bus um, in the grass, in the dirt. And I mean, we're talking, you know, cement trucks, 18 wheelers. We're not just talking about, you know, a, a little consumer vehicle here. And it's all day, every day. Um, it's an epidemic, like you said. And taking that video and, and showing that evidence to the community, to the, the county officials, the local law enforcement, when you actually see see it in, you know, with your own eyes, that's what really starts leading the change. Um, unfortunately, it seems like other than that, it, change doesn't happen until, you know, a child's actually hit um, and passes away. So hopefully these videos can be shared and, and, and those things don't have to happen to um, push the legislation. And these services are available too, like we provide to do full end-to-end -end, uh, ticketing um, for those violators as well. So you tend to see a reduction in that behavior in a community after a few tickets have been handed out. Yeah, it is interesting. You know, one of the areas we touched upon in our discussion with NIPTA was the was adjudication of these violations too. And, you know, we can do everything um, as student transporters to get this information. But if people aren't given appropriate, you know, sanctions, then they might continue, you know, with the bad behavior. And, and to your point, Clint, mm -hmm. a, a picture speaks a thousand words. And so, you, you know, we can have um, s summary of events, you know, done by the bus driver, and, th and that person could capture every single circumstance around that illegal passing. But if there's video of it, that raises it to a whole other level. Um, is that what you guys yeah, see? Agreed. And I'll start with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Haley, is that what you see as well? Yes, absolutely. I, I'm actually on the West Coast and there's not as much legislation than there is on the East Coast. So it's definitely something that's piqued interest and people are starting to talk about a little bit more. But Yes, that's typically the process in it. Okay. Um, now, Clint, uh, Haley was on the panel. They discussed a lot of things. It was a great exchange of information, even so much as the NHTSA rep who was, who was in attendance asked some questions too. So um, there was some discussion of AI, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. And I think sometimes when the words artificial intelligence come up, people maybe saying they freak out is too strong uh, a term, but it, it also really concerning, you know, for people um, because we know that we transport, you know, children each and every day. So there, there has to be that human interaction. But I, I think if you were able to kind of shape how these technologies really could be implemented in student transportation in a, in a reasonable manner, I think that would help people get their, wrap their head around this, artificial intelligence situation? Sure. I think, you know, kind of to, to make it less of a scary term, kind of simplifying it, making sure everybody understands it in a simple way. One way I like to explain it is, you know, setting up technology and systems to basically just do if-then statements, kind of like your ring doorbell camera. If somebody gets within this range of your front door or that camera sees it, then you get a notification. 
So I think, you know, just kind of thinking about it big picture that way and thinking about, you know, what these solutions can do is kind of limitless at that point. I think we're going to see, you know, camera systems historically have just been used to capture evidence of what took place historically. And I think what we're going to see artificial intelligence do in machine learning is go from incident capturing to incident prevention with machine learning. For example, you know, camera systems being able to detect certain objects like guns or bombs or backpacks left on the school bus and, and sending notifications for that. After time of, of monitoring, you know, student behavior on a bus, the machine learning will be able to predict bullying and aggressive type of behavior and maybe set up notifications for that passenger counting and utilizing machine learning to, to take the data and solve industry problems. For example, you know, maybe we'll learn after, you know, tons of data collected that, hey, routes that transport, you know, 50 or more students have a higher likelihood of losing a child on that route, whereas, you know, routes that transport, you know, 48 kids or less are in the zero to 1% range of, of losing a child in that route. So, again, <clears throat> not just capturing what happened like we have been in the past, but now collecting the data and making more efficient fleet decisions in, in, in every scenario. Yeah, that was a, a, a great answer, Clint, because, you, know, you know, this comes up, you know, often. And I think you captured it, you know, really well there. And it's been a lot of great discussion from both you and Haley today. Before we wrap up, um, just want to know, uh, if you can tell our listeners where they can find out more about Safety Vision. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can go to safetyvision.com. You can Google us um, and, and find safetyvision.com that way and, and check out the new website. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. Just search uh, Safety Vision in any one of those social media platforms or Google and you'll find us. Um, please, if you can go on to LinkedIn, check out our, our, our LinkedIn page and give us a follow for everything we got going on this year. Great. Appreciate that. Once again, our guests at NSTA, the bus stop, Clint Breyer, Director of School Bus Sales, and Haley Reed, Account Executive, Student Transportation from Safety Vision, an NSTA vendor partner. Hey, Haley and Clint, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out of your schedule. This was a great conversation. And once again, we appreciate your support at NSTA. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for, for reaching out to us. We appreciate it.